What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Shell the Don. And this is another episode of Polenial Z Ticks. Now, guys, we are post midterm elections. So much has happened. Uh, some of you guys know that I had the opportunity to campaign with Beto O'Rourke of Texas in Harris County. And let me just say this campaign was explosive. Uh, the energy there, the dynamics, the dedication, the drive in that entire campaign was phenomenal. So I want to salute everybody, uh, all the organizers, all the block walkers, uh, Zach, Casey, Kathy, um, the entire campaign, all of you guys, the volunteers, you guys were amazing. You guys made a huge difference for the state of Texas alone and actually pushed a lot of voters, especially in Harris County. Um, I couldn't be more proud, especially with uh, the millennials coming out in numbers, guys, numbers and and putting their voices on the ballot. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for voting and know that this is not the end. Uh, I want to shout out to those 19 African-American female judges that won. They won uh, in criminal courts here in Harris County. And this is a huge movement for Houston alone uh, for the criminal justice system. Um, I actually met with one of the judges uh, who's amazing. She was a prosecutor in both uh, Georgia and Texas and decided to stay here uh, because she actually stood up to one of the judges when they were trying to label one of the African-American men uh, bad, just bad, a bad person for representing him. So she stood up to him and, and decided to run for judge. And that passion and that dedication what we have for our people is what we need. We need people like that uh, in our offices, in our Senate offices, as judges, as clerks. So those are the individuals that we put into office. So kudos to the to the Dream 19, the entire team that won, and to the city of Houston, um, and to everyone that voted. Thank you so much for voting. Uh, if you guys didn't know, Congress actually flipped. So the Democratic, the Democrats actually have congressional control in which they can hold this president accountable. So it's going to be fun to watch, especially over the next few months as this whole new journey uh, ends. I'm laughing uh, because now because of the Democratic majority in the congressional area, uh, uh, Congresswoman Maxine Waters is actually... Uh, going to be one of the chairs on the finance committee and it's going to be a huge nice dynamic to see her work uh, with our president of the United States so this is this is going to be very much interesting but this is a nice uh, dialogue today uh, we're going to be talking about gaslighting now I don't know if you guys are familiar with the term but gaslighting is a popular term you might have seen it uh, the term in so many different ways. Anthropologists study it. Psychologists study it. It's been the topic on CNN. Uh, one of the authors who used to campaign uh, for Ted Cruz, who's the old communication director, wrote how Trump's gaslighting America. And if you don't know what gaslighting is, let me tell you. Now, gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation that seeks to sow seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or in members of a targeted group making them question their own memory, perception, and sanity. 
using persistent denial like fake news, misdirections, contradictions, alternative facts, and lying. It attempts to destabilize the victim and delegitimize the victim's belief. That's the definition of a gaslight. So unfortunately, it seems that the American people has have been under the reign of gaslights, especially under this administration. So, you know, and it happens a lot, um, you know, in business and politics, in so many different cases, but blatantly, uh, the dynamics of this administration has highlighted this concept uh, into an arena that's beyond, beyond disheartening. Even to the pack, uh, to the fact of uh, the White House correspondent, Mr. Acosta, for CNN being blatantly disrespected and dismissed uh, by the White House. They took his badge today. I don't know if you guys noticed, but there was a press conference by Donald Trump today, and he got up um, and asked some questions in regards to Donald Trump and holding him accountable. Now, the press is not the enemy of the people. But a gaslight will make you think so, especially if you make accountability offensive or like a demonic attack is what I would say. So it's an interesting concept and noticing the dynamics and the response. It's just extremely tragic how even videos are now being altered to shape a narrative to make this administration and bad behavior, more retreat to the victim space than address the reality at hand. So these are conversations that definitely need to be had. Um, so speaking of gaslighting, so ha- have you ever gaslighted someone? Do you know what the term is? Are you able to pick up on gaslighting, uh, whether it be on the political set process, whether it's in relationships? It's a huge, huge term uh, studied by psychologists. So I definitely encourage you guys to... Uh, do some more research on it. Tell me what you think. Tell me your thoughts about gaslighting and how can we make this practice actually extinct. On some other news, guys, I don't know if you know, but Stacey Abrams has not conceded the race. There's many uh, ballots that have not been counted. Uh, provisional ballots, melon ballots uh, that were not counted. And if you guys don't know, Mr. Brian Kemp is the Secretary of the State that actually He's her, which is her opponent. So there's been some voter suppression that's going on, but with those votes not being counted, how can they actually say that he won when all the votes have not been counted? It's two days past the election. So she's fighting. Uh, thank you so much, Stacey Abrams, for fighting. She got her legal team out there. They're litigating. Uh, and the NAACP got involved. So there's some definitely some waves that are taking place to make sure all of votes are being accounted for. So I'll definitely continue to track that and let you guys know what's happening. Same thing in Florida. Uh, however, uh, Mayor Andrew Gillum conceded too early, I think, but they're still counting all the votes in which the Senate race is very close. Uh, they haven't counted all the votes from the same place as Stacey Abrams with the provisional ballots, the early vote ballots, and even the ballots, the mail-in ballots from overseas, those have not all been counted in yet. So it's kind of hard for us to confirm a winner from an election when all the votes are not counted. And I don't know if you guys remember, but in the year of 2000, where uh, Al Gore actually requested a recount, uh, it's always the state of Florida. So we definitely got to make sure we're tracking that. 
holding everyone accountable that we get a fair election and hopefully hopefully Andrew Gillum and Stacey Abrams prevail. So that's all I got for you guys today. Thank you guys so much. This has been a, an up and down week uh, for all of you guys, especially for you guys who voted. Um, I encourage the dialogue of civic engagement. So continue to address those issues. Continue to have those conversations that create change. And I want to send out my heart and prayers to the shootings uh, in California that happened today. It was extremely disheartening. So I'm going to send out my love to you guys. Uh, but unfortunately, this has created a culture. I mean, we've had killings within the past week, and that seemed like it's a it's normal now. And so it's just something that we definitely need to have. I just think the conversations need to be had around gun control, uh, around background checks in regards to that. So some action needs to take place. No more gaslights, no more deflections. Let's make sure we have these conversations that engage and create change. But other than that, guys, that's all I have for you tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Felinia Z Ticks. You guys have an amazing, amazing weekend. And hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Good night. <laughs>